The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. First game, Johnny Mac, Eagles get blown out in Miami in week three of the preseason. I will get it right to you for your first takeaways. I know we talked about the first half already at halftime. What was your takeaways from the second half looking past uh, just the blowout of the preseason? Um, you know, I, I think this is one you kind of throw out, uh, you know, the Eagles don't value it. That's what I was kind of saying to some of the other reporters. Why should we? So you got to have that sort of almost like 24-hour cooling off period uh, where you can't put too much emphasis on this particular game. As as we said at halftime, the Dolphins played their starters. Uh, Nick Sirianni said he knew that was coming. Uh, was a little bit disappointed about how the reserves um, adjusted, but you know, you're 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 playing a, a good NFL team in their starters against your backups, and that's never going to end well. Um, especially, um, you know, with the talent differential quarterback, especially. So, I I you know, he was frustrated. Um, I think he was disappointed because he's a competitor, but. Um, I think he also realizes he's got to calm down, kind of throw this one out and understand it doesn't mean all that much at the end of the the day. He came down this week thinking he was going to get two joint practices in and that was going to be it for his starters. So he got one, but he was able to get in another practice where he worked, you know, strictly with the ones and the twos. Um, So, it all went to plan from the Eagles' standpoint. The problem is it didn't go to plan from Miami's standpoint, and they decided to play their starters. So and, it kind of skewed It kind of skewed the impact and, and the effect of the game. Yeah, and then Miami skewed it again in the game because the second and third stringers went up against the Miami starters and just got uh, blown yeah. out. Was there anything good from the second half that you saw? Any good players that stood out to you? Um, 
Devin Allen looked good as a yeah. I thought gunner. I thought Devin Devin Allen. It's funny you bring him up. He did a tremendous job as a gunner on yeah. on punt returns. Um, there was the one fifty-eight yard punt. Uh, by the way, Aaron Sipas really had a good game as well. Now you know that's what we're talking about the blowout law special teams, but obviously Sipas is a question mark. So uh, when he has a game like that, it's positive. But on on the fifty-yard 58-yard punts, um, Devin Allen was right there to the point it became a 60-yard punt because he tackled the guy for a two-yard loss. Um, and then on the, the the muff that turned into the Eagles' first points of the game, the Jake Elliott field goal, uh, was also Devin Allen sort of bearing down on the punt returner as he did muff it. And then Matt Leo was able to fall on the football. So Small little positives like that. Obviously, Jason Huntley with a 67-yard touchdown. Good toe-tapping run on the sidelines. It was, you know, a lot of that was bad technique from the Dolphins, but you saw his speed as well. Um, So that was a little bit of a positive. Xander, you're excited. You got to see Carson Strong. You probably didn't want to see Carson Strong. We got to talk to Carson. Really nice kid in, in the locker room afterwards. So, it's been a disappointing summer for him. We'll see if the Eagles want to keep him around on the practice squad soon enough. But um, Reed Sinat didn't play well. Um, it was it was a bad day for the offense. It was a bad day for the – it was a bad day. But it's a preseason game, and the, the good thing is it doesn't count. So, you know, who cares? <laughs> is, it, is it possible, John, that um... – Howie Roseman does not keep Reed Sinet around or he tries to make a move. I didn't do too much, but I did just look at your buddy Ed Kratz from Sports Illustrated, just put up a little synopsis of the game uh, and a first 53, initial 53, as you like to say, projection. And he had two quarterbacks on there, Jalen and Gardner. Do you see that as a possibility? And maybe a fourth running back like Huntley, that might create room for someone like him. Now, maybe it's not him, but an example like that. Yeah, I think there's going to be some interesting maneuvering because there's, um, you know, Nick Sirianni talked, might have been this week or last week, uh, about typically in his career, more often than not, he's, he's gone with two quarterbacks, not three. Um, so you can do it by getting that third quarterback onto the practice squad. And I don't think there's as much concern that somebody's going to pick up Reed Sinat right now. So, you know, you can get him through waivers most likely and get him on the practice squad. That gives you another roster spot. I still think they, on, they may only keep three running backs um, because I don't think Jason Huntley has done enough to make this team, even with the 67-yard run. Like I said, if, you, if you're if you going to throw out the bad stuff, well, then you can't put too much overemphasis on the good stuff. Um, you know, they're deep on the offensive line, deep on the defensive line. And what I always say, you know, a lot of people say it's the final cut. It's not the final cut. It's the initial 53. Um, and... You know, one of the tweaks I've talked about before that's become in vogue, for instance, in the NFL is 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 releasing the long snapper and saying, hey, wink, wink, Rick Lobato, right. we love you, we want you, but we have to release you to keep somebody else. Uh, and then we'll, we'll redo it and, and, and we'll find the spot for you when we readjust some other things. So the, the initial cut down to 53 is the first of 
what's going to be a number of steps. And, yeah, you might see two quarterbacks. You might see three running backs. You might see a ton of offensive linemen and a ton of defensive linemen until Howie Roseman can get things worked out, maybe a trade, maybe something else, and maybe a waiver wire pickup. There's going to be all kinds of machinations. Now, before I get into the locker room, I'd like to know what the what the mood was in there. Uh, what's your thoughts on Reed Blankenship? That safety position has been talked about all summer long. Uh, did he do enough, you think, to maybe crack the roster or no? Um, I don't think so from the standpoint that he's a guy you you can get through waivers and get on the practice squad. So, you know, that comes into it. It is an interest. I, I don't think Kayvon Wallace played well today. So, you know, that was a big spot for him. Uh, just saw him in the locker room, had ice all up and down his, his right arm. Um, clearly banged up as well. Um, that's that's the most interesting position. You know, is Jaquaski tart? Ultimately, they might just say, you know what? We're going to default to the veteran player that we know can play in this league um, and keep him around as the third safety. Josiah Scott, unfortunately, you know, a week ago, I was 100% sure he was going to make this team, and now he's injured and he's not out there. So how does that affect him? Um, you mentioned Reed Blankenship. Uh, Andre Sachere is also hurt. There's a guy who looked like he was en route to making this team. So that position is probably the most interesting one um, at the cutdown. John, what was it like inside the locker room? I know you were down inside the locker room and you spoke with – uh, the head coach. I'm not sure everyone that you spoke to. What was the mood? Uh, does the the players are they putting any stock in this? I know that the feel is whatever, but any competitor does not like to lose 48 to 10. I think the final score was. What was the mood um, in the locker room? Did they did, did they seem down or, or all good? Um, it was it was subdued. I I think it was pretty clear that Nick kind of. Um, spent a little bit of extra time. It's a 10-minute cooling off period. It was a little bit longer than that. So clearly, you know, he's a competitor. He was a little bit frustrated. Um, and I'm sure he let the players know that. So they're smart enough to be very, very subdued. And that's how they were. But remember, you know, the players we're going to see in Detroit, they didn't play. They didn't play. So those guys are just sitting there. They're fine. They're not a part of this. You know, Brandon Graham's his usual energetic self. Um, you know, these guys are not starters. So I know everybody's panicking, but um, think about this starting lineup and, in, in, you know, projected to be against the Lions. Jalen Hurts, did he play? No. Miles Sanders? No. Um, A.J. Brown? No. Devontae Smith? No. Wes Watkins, no. Dallas Goddard, no. Jordan Mailata, no. Isaac Samalo, no. Landon Dickerson, no. Jason Kelsey, no. Lane Johnson, no. I can do the same thing with the defense. Nobody played. I don't know why everybody's so upset on Twitter. Nobody played. Can he stock in the coaching, though? I mean, the, the team that just didn't look. I mean, uh, the Dolphins team looked like they were well coached. They might have been bad players or, or less talented players, but the team did not look prepared for the game at all. Well, they didn't prepare for the game. 
that's another thing people don't understand. There's no game planning. They're not game planning to stop uh, to a Tonga Balawa. They're not um, game planning to stop Tyreek Hill. I told people all during the week, you're going to see the most vanilla uh, defense you're ever going to see. Same thing offensively. They just ran a bunch of plays. And, and now we're past it. And, and thankfully, we're past it. Unfortunately, it was a blowout. You know, you'd rather be on the, the right side. But guess what? I wouldn't rather be on the right side of that scoreboard if I had to play my starters. I, I Even with Mike McDaniel, you can say what you want about Mike McDaniel. They're well coached. They look well coached. What he did today was dumb. What he did today was dumb. What does he gain from that? Now, luckily, there wasn't any serious injuries that we know of. But it was dumb. Yeah, I mean, I'm an Eagle fan. I don't like watching the team get beat 48 to 10. But like you said, I don't put much stock. I mean, you can't put too much stock in it. Uh, a lot of lot of back-end players out there. Do you have a game ball for for tonight? Do you have a Do you have a player that Johnny Mac caught Johnny Mac's eye that you like that you're going to give a game ball to? Um, Tyree Kill. <laughs> I'm not giving it to an Eagle. I mean, if I have to give it the the best Eagles player, um, oof, I'll give it to Patrick Johnson because he stopped the one drive. Tua was out there for three drives. They had two touchdowns and a field goal. They would have had three touchdowns if he didn't get a sack. So we'll give it to Patrick Johnson. All right. That's it from Johnny Mack for tonight for the postgame. Uh, tough one tough one to watch, John. I'll let you finish up some of your writing work down there uh, and get and get home safely and, and travel home back to Philly safe because sights are set on uh, September 11th, Eagles versus the Lions when it all really kicks off. Yep. Thanks, Andrew. You got it. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.